Well, good Friday morning. Welcome to the WLBB Community Voice on News Talk 1330 FM 106.3, streaming live online at Newstalk1330.com. But my name is Colin Worthington, and uh, today, thank goodness, is uh, the last day for early voting for the February the 13th special election to replace Republican Mike Dugan in uh, Senate District 30. Um, that district covers all of Harrelson County and parts of Carroll, Douglas, and Paulding Counties. And uh, about 700 people have so far cast early ballots for this race uh, in Carroll County alone. Perhaps my guest knows about Harrelson County early voting in Paulding County. I didn't check those out. Carroll's just a lot easier for me to do. Um, now, running in this Senate race for former state rep Tim Bearden of Carrollton, consultant Robert Bob Smith, Ashley Keskis Godwin of Carrollton, and real estate agent Renee Bell of Tallapoosa, who is our guest this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for traveling all the way over to uh, to Carrollton to a, such discuss a your campaign. Yeah, such a, a commute. Yes, but thank you. It's good, good to meet you. Good to have you on the program this morning as we thank talk about you. this. Um, and, and are you happy, you excited that uh, this is the final day for early voting and election day is on Tuesday? Or yes. do you see the next four days just being, you know, I mean, cramming um, in a bunch of work to do still this? Still cramming in, still working hard. Yeah. Well, what? Um, who are you, Renee Bell, and what are you about and why are you seeking this seat? Well, I am Renee Bell. I am a conservative Republican. I'm not a politician. That's very obvious. I'm a small business owner. Um, I believe in people who in small business having a voice uh, gosh I opened a business in 2020 during the pandemic when everybody was crazy and I felt I was able to do that um, I feel like Donald Trump kind of his business side of things made me think okay I can do this and he put outsider business folks in office and I feel like I'm an outsider business person with mm. a good voice so have you always been interested in, in politics so you see you're not a politician but did you always think that maybe if something opens up and would you have run for this seat this time if uh, Dugan hadn't uh, you know mm. sought another office I feel like the chance opportunity was a level playing field mm -hmm. for this chance um, because all of us had to work very hard in a very quick manner to get out there. And at the end of the day, it puts us all on the level field when we're trying to get people to the polls to vote. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should do that for every every seat in the yeah. state. Just wipe them out and everybody can start <laughs> all over again. I mean, because I mean, yeah, everybody has said, I mean, you know, you're an incumbent. There's a good chance you're going to stay the incumbent yeah. unless you do something exactly. really, really miserable. All right. Again, uh, Renee Bell, our guest on this morning's Community Voice Program. I think I'm going to go ahead and take this first break so I can figure out if we are actually going on, on air. Maybe somebody who's listening to us on the radio, you could text me and tell me that we are. But I'm going to run in there and see if everything's good. Uh, we will take our first break right now. Community Voice brought to you by Tanner Health System and Oak Mountain Academy. Health is a journey. It's making better choices, even when it's not easy. It's taking care of yourself and the people you love. At Tanner Health System, we're there for you with every step, with primary care, heart care, cancer care, women's care, orthopedics, surgical services, and so much more. We're dedicated to helping you live and feel your best. So let's get on that journey to health. You've got places to be for many years to come. Find us at Tanner.org. The World Language Scholar Journey at Oak Mountain Academy is designed to provide students with a clearly defined, curriculum-based track to acquire essential knowledge and skills for success in biliteracy fields of study. The successful completion of this journey provides colleges with a method to recognize a rigorous foreign language immersion experience for all students at Oak Mountain Academy. I'm Patrick Uran, head of school, inviting you to journey with us on the mountain. For more information, visit us at oakmountain.us. Discover your journey at OMA. Prepare, explore, and achieve. All right, 834. Don't want to waste too much time here uh, during the uh, bumpers as we introduce our guest, uh, Renee Bell. She's one of four candidates running for that District 30 state Senate seat, uh, early voting 
ends today, and uh, Election Day is the 13th. There's a good chance that we will have a, a runoff election for this, and whoever wins that will have like two and a half days in this actual 2024 session. A lot of work Crazy. Yeah. just to uh, yeah, be uh, under the Golden Dome just for a little bit. Uh, we, we did a good, nice little brief intro, uh, intro about you in that uh, uh, first segment, but what, what are the issues? Talk about small business, you know, helping small business. What are some of the issues? I, I've got plenty of things I can ask you about, but what, what are some of the big issues that you see going on in Georgia this session in particular, um, you know, if you if you run again in uh, in May, perhaps you have the opportunity to work for, for two more years. But uh, but what are the issues that you hope to be part of? Um, well, I'm seeing small business in our area. I feel like that definitely needs to be in the focus. Um, how many mom and pop places have you seen that survived COVID mm -hmm. and they got through all of that and then all of a sudden they're having to shut down. Um, sometimes I feel like government, big government kind of like to micromanage our small businesses and I feel like we need to have more of a voice and more control with things. Well, this might be uh, like a dirty question for you, but we think about, um, you know, micromanaging the small businesses, but should government put any kind of restrictions on the bigger businesses? Because you think about the small businesses are being wiped out. It's because of the big box stores Yes, and the ones, I mean, you know, I mean, that, that's, and is that just inevitable? I mean, that's a good question. I feel like big business, there definitely needs to be, I, I don't like it when you have our small towns and we have all these things and then you have these big box stores that come in. I see it even in real estate. Um, we have our local areas. I'm a small I'm a small little fish in a big old pond in real estate. And then you have, we have to fight with these bigger companies who come in that don't know our area. Mm -hmm. They don't know the community. They don't know where to go shop at, where to eat at, what to order at those stores. And I feel like your voice gets kind of lost with the big things. And I feel like I need to make sure that we keep our communities safe with who's working in our communities. And I think about, the, you know, those big stores, I mean, they kind of just make us all you know, the same. I mean, we're going to be the same as the people in uh, Texas with our products and people in Michigan because we're all getting the same stuff at Walmart. No offense, Walmart. You guys do great here. Oh, yeah. You do a lot of great donations and, and programs, do. but I mean, it's, it does just make us all the same. We don't have that uniqueness. Exactly. Of, of this. Well, it shows our personality and there's different characteristics in each town. Um, I love to small shop. Um, I'm right on Head Avenue in Tallapoosa and if I need something, I can directly walk across the street and buy something, and I like that feeling. And we're seeing more and more bigger cities. People are moving out of the bigger cities because they're kind of tired of all mm. the big, what you think would be stuff that you'd really want to have, the big restaurants, the big box stops. They're kind of tired of that. They want to go back to smaller living, way of life, and know the people they're shopping with and know that their dollar's helping them. Did you Have you followed um, Senator Dugan's, former Senator Dugan's work as the senator? Mm -hmm. for District 30. Um, what were things that you saw he was part of that um, you know, you're proud of or pleased with and maybe something that he was part of that you had questions well, about? He always seemed to be very personable. Um, I like that if you called him, um, he actually called me back a couple of times and I've met him at the Capitol and he was very personable and I feel like he definitely had his mindset on how we as a community if it does if it lines up for georgia sometimes it doesn't line up for our area mm -hmm. and i felt like that was the best thing i saw that he did that he would definitely make sure yes if it's good for georgia is it good for my area and i do like how he did that time right now is eight thirty-eight. my guest this morning is renee bell she's one of four candidates running for the vacant district 30 seat today is the last day for early voting where's early voting in harrelson county the courthouse okay how about paulding county 
Mm, I'd have to check. And then um, in Douglas County, it's probably the courthouse too, even though I think the courthouse is actually out of the district. Yeah. In Douglas somebody County. else has said that too. Yeah, which is kind of weird. But um, of course, early voting here in Carroll County is um, uh, just down the road from us, Noonan Road, the former WGDC building. You go in the back there to uh, to do your uh, early voting. Like I said, I think about 800 people in Carroll County have so far uh, cast early ballots. Do you think the information's been out there long enough? Are people informed that we actually have a race going on right no. now? Because, I mean, yeah, I mean, as you said, I mean, you had, you know, the announced uh i think dugan on wednesday announced that he's uh you know going to run for senate and going to resign and then on friday evening you know after hours after everybody's already gone out and partying and having their cocktails and stuff kemp announced that we're going to have that uh, qualifying period three-day qualifying period uh, not to mention the district 30 has changed dramatically yes uh from from just last year but are you finding talking to people that they're like yeah that, the calls i have um even in our even some of my friends my close people they're like Number one, they didn't know who their representative was. And number two, they didn't know he had left. And then number three, they didn't know there was a special election coming up. And, and how about in talking to people, do you find, and this disappoints me, that you find that they, um, you know, maybe not even, don't even know what the senator does. Like the senator, you know, they talk about national issues. When you're talking to them, seeking what they're concerned about, I mean, do we still see a lot of people talking about national issues or you know, potholes? Because they don't realize a little bit what of both. That role, you know? um, it's almost like even my husband sometimes gets asked about potholes, and he's not—he's not on the roads. Mm-hmm. He is education, and um, it's like illegal illegals coming in here, and they're wanting us. They're like, you need to control that. I think there's certain things we could put at the state level for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, it it gets. It's kind of an education process every time you make a call. Was there anything new that you thought of? I mean, when you're asking people, you know, what their concerns are, what their issues that they brought forth, you said, wow, you know, I didn't think about that. Or, you know, maybe it's just a topic that you normally wouldn't wouldn't focus on. Was there anything that was brought to your attention that um, that you think that you might want to look more into? Uh, a lot of people that I talked to were concerned about how protected their vote was. Um, there's a lot of, sto- you know, there's studies out there, and there was a thing the other day where somebody showed how they could hack into the voter machine. I feel like some, most people in our area seems to be a little concerned. Is, mm-hmm. is the voter machine safe? I heard that over and over and over again. Why go vote? Why go vote if they can change your vote and things like that? Well, how do you feel about that? I mean, are, are you confident? I f- well, I feel like if there's that big of a concern, then we definitely need to make sure that pe- there are measures in place that we could assure that, yes, your vote is safe, yes. There was talk about putting watermarks yeah. on them. I don't. I don't. I guess I didn't. I didn't read the story fully to understand how that would actually help. But I mean, that's one of the discussions right now in the Senate. Yeah, they. Um, I guess the biggest thing was everybody was concerned when the person showed that they could take the big pen and the smart card and hack into a system and change, monitor, print unlimited ballots. That mm-hmm. was kind of a concern for them, and it kind. They were like, okay, even when we have a paper ballot right now, when it prints off the little thing at the end it has a code on it where we don't know what it says mm-hmm. so they were concerned about that renee bell our guest on this morning's community voice program one of four candidates running for the vacant district 30 seat on uh, uh georgia senate and uh, if you have any questions or comments feel free to post those on the news talk 1330 wlbb facebook page and i shall take a peek at those at some point and share those with our guest um well let's start with this one sports betting in georgia good bad that's been a discussion it comes back every <laughs> session what, what, what are your opinions on that and well you know, it's legalizing gambling. I mean, we sort of already have a system in place with the lottery, and the lottery's done a lot of great things. My Both my boys were recipients of the Hope Scholarship. That I can get behind. The casinos coming in here, building everywhere, 
all that type of stuff. There's stuff that comes along with that I'm not sure I'm a fan of. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely have to see each bill as it crosses to kind of give it its own merits on that one. Was well, not being a fan of it. the concerns about crime. Is it a religious stand? Is it? No, I feel like, you know, you go to some areas that have casinos. If you build casino after casino, casino, we're a small rural area. I feel like those land use could be better used for other things than that. And it does concern me for accountability. And as a conservative Republican, I believe personal accountability is strong. Um, some people, it would be hard for them to have that. Um, talked about voting a little bit. Uh, the Senate right now is looking at a bill that would shorten early voting in time for the 2024 general election from three weeks to two weeks. There's a senator out of uh, Milledgeville that says he remembers when elections seemed to work just fine with no early voting. He says early voting wastes time and tax dollars, especially in smaller counties. He wants to change the law to reduce early voting by about one-third from 21 days to 14 days. How do you feel about that? Hmm. I feel like early voting is necessary because I feel like sometimes people, especially on like on a Saturday when you're opening up on a Saturday, mm-hmm. some people work. Um, like last night we had a on the table event in town and we had so many people that, especially self-employed folks, they couldn't get off work. I had one person, they don't get off work to six, couldn't get there to 6.30. If it was early voting being available for multiple times and a couple of weeks ahead of time, especially on the Saturdays, I think it would help. The... Um I had another question about voting, but now it's gone. It escaped me. Um, how about runoff elections? Should Georgia, because there's been discussion about getting rid of runoff elections, and there, you know, there's, um, I mean, I've heard the argument from both sides. Um, you know, I guess asking you right now, because there's a good chance this will this will yeah. face a runoff election, but uh, um, if it was just you and one other, you and two other people um, running for here, would you be in favor of uh, maintaining runoff elections in Georgia, or should we get rid of that? No, I feel like runoffs should make sure everything's kind of transparent and everybody knows that they definitely have the chance to cast their vote. Mm-hmm. And the argument there is that it, sometimes it's you know just a lot of money. You mm-hmm. know, you spend a lot of money for for a race for two more people. Again, this race, you're going to have like four or five days under the gold dome as, as senator, whoever wins this. But um, how about ranked elections? How do you feel about that? And that, and that, that that's an argument that would uh, be an alternative if we did get rid of the runoff voting. That's where you... You go in there and vote, and if there's five people, you'd say, all right, Renee's number one, this guy's number two, this guy's number three, and then you kind of just average them all together. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I have a thought on that. That that has That's the first time it's come across mm-hmm. my brain process, so I would, have to, I would have to definitely look into that to give you an answer on that one. Are there any bills right now um, relating to elections or, or anything else that you're watching in the House? I mean, one that you're almost hopeful that you'll get a chance to vote on if you were— Well, the— Ones I'm looking at that were discussed yesterday, I was at the Capitol yesterday, it was Realtor Day at the Capitol, and of course the three uh, House bills that came across our plate was the one about, there was one about squatters, and then there was one about, um, gosh, what was the other one? There was one about like municipal fees, um, because like right now in Carroll County, um, I was talking to one of my realtor friends, she was talking about how before you could really build in a certain counties, the person who built in the home basically was spending $25,000 before they even pushed over the first tree mm-hmm. and with fees. So there what was, was an example of those fees? Water tap fees, sewer yeah, tap yeah, fees, sure. things like that. and it, Blue sky fee. Yeah, all those fees. <clears throat> yeah. Um, again, Renee Bell, our guest on this morning's Community Voice Program. Before we go to the break, I mean, this, this question, you could probably answer it in uh, five minutes or we can take the next 15 minutes 
as I gotta 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 get it out of you, Renee. Here, voucher bills. There's a discussion of vouchers um, that would give students the opportunity to uh, use their tax money to go to a different school district, to a different school than than where they reside. Now, you are married to the Harrelson County School Superintendent, and I've heard on many a Friday where he's he's obviously not in favor of, and I don't think any of the superintendents locally have expressed uh, being in favor of that. If you're a senator, you could be be presented with that. True. What would be, um, you know, what would be your feelings on uh, giving those students the opportunity to go to a different school district than the one they have? Well, I am married to a school superintendent, so this is a very personal personal issue for me. I know how hard our local public schools work, and they're how performing well they they very work very hard to perform. But at the end of the day, I do feel like if you're in an area where you are an underperforming school area, I do believe all kids should have access to a good education. So that would, I mean, how would we divvy that up in the state? I mean, would, would you have to come out with new uh, rankings as far as what a school is, is performing equally? Well, I would have to look stats? at what they call underperforming. <clears throat> what, what, what is that level? Um, that, is, that is what I definitely want to see. I feel like if you're in an underperforming area, you definitely should have the right to choose what school you go to. But I do believe public education where we're at right now, I know in my county, we, we're overperforming. So I don't see an issue in the more rural areas, mm-hmm. but when you get out to more, I guess, metropolitan areas or things like that, where there's more schools, there mm-hmm. is a reason that that might be in play for there's sure. more options, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're like right in the middle of uh, you know, four or five districts and, that you could choose from. Um, I guess, yeah, before we do go to the break, I know Dugan was working, former District 36 Center, Dugan was working on uh, recreating the QBE formula, you know, working on that, changing that to decide how the money, the state money's shifted between uh, each district. Uh, and I don't know if that's just kind of left out in the open or he's handed that off to somebody else. Um, I mean, have you kept up with that, with what he was doing? No, I know what QBE is, <laughs> basically who I'm married to, but I don't know enough about that, and I'm not a politician, so I would definitely have to say, I don't, I'm not going to make up an answer. Mm-hmm. I will have to find out about and, it. And just bringing it up made me, th- you know, it reminded me that he uh, yeah. was working on so that Maybe I'll call him today to find out uh, where that stands. It'd it be kind of a, yeah, I know one that works. <laughs> All right, time right now is 840. We're going to take our uh, final break. We'll come back and uh, conclude our conversation with uh, Renee Bell, one of four candidates running for the District 30 State Senate seat here in Georgia. It's uh, half of Carroll County. All of Harrelson County, and that, and that didn't change, right, from last year. It was always all of Harrelson always County. Always, yes. A uh, little sliver of uh, Douglas County and a bit of nook of uh, Paulding County um, as well. So early voting today is the last day before Election Day Tuesday, and then um, pretty good chance we'd uh, have a runoff election. Is that like two or three weeks later? They'll probably make it the next day I considering think it's this March race. 12? Is that what it is? Okay, so like a whole yeah. month later. Yeah, I is think so. Is. Okay. All right, Community Voices brought to you by Tanner Health System and Oak Mountain Academy. Health is a journey. It's making better choices, even when it's not easy. It's taking care of yourself and the people you love. At Tanner Health System, we're there for you with every step, with primary care, heart care, cancer care, women's care, orthopedics, surgical services, and so much more. We're dedicated to helping you live and feel your best. So let's get on that journey to health. You've got places to be for many years to come. Find us at Tanner.org. The Entrepreneur Scholar Journey at Oak Mountain Academy is designed to provide students with a clearly defined curriculum-based track to acquire essential knowledge and skills for success in business and leadership. Critical areas include identifying entrepreneurial characteristics, selecting a value position, and business model development. I'm Patrick Uran, Head of School, inviting you to journey with us on the mountain. 
For more information, visit us at oakmountain.us. Discover your journey at OMA. Prepare, explore, and achieve. Eight five zero. Welcome back to the WLBB Community Voice on News Talk thirteen thirty FM one hundred six point three. Streaming live online at newstalk thirteen thirty com. This morning we are on the News Talk thirteen thirty WLBB Facebook page. My name is Colin Worthington. My guest this morning is uh, Renee Bell. She's one of four candidates running for that vacant district thirty state Senate seat. Again, covers uh, half of Carroll County, all of Harrelson County, a little bit of Paulding County, and Douglas County. Today is the last day for early voting before election day on uh, on tuesday and i guess heads up i know typically people do you know tune in for us or follow us or follow our facebook page on tuesday to uh, you know for those uh, for those kind of elections but with four counties it's going to be harder to get those numbers i think as quickly as we'd like it's like if we just go through harrelson county you may see renee bell has uh, you know one harrelson county and carroll county somebody else might want it might have won in paulding county so we get Unfortunately, we have to put all those together, so it may take a little longer to get all those numbers uh, to complete uh, that race on uh, on uh, on Tuesday. Although you may know before us, you know, if you have people up at the polling places yeah. and stuff like that. So, anyway, election day is Tuesday. Um, wrapping up our program here, I'll try and ask a couple more questions and maybe just give you you know give you an opportunity to give me the the stump speech if you come into the house and you say, "Hey, I'm Renee. This is why you should vote for me." But Medicaid in Georgia has been a, been a, a topic. Um, I think Georgia's one of 10 states that's not fully funded as far as Medicaid. Um, there has been discussion of um, uh, Republican leadership maybe copying off of Arkansas a little bit because apparently that one's pretty successful. What, what are your feelings on expanding Medicaid in Georgia? Well, I'm a conservative Republican, so I don't always think relying on big yeah. government is always the answer. I feel like the questions we need to be asking is in northwest Georgia where we live, how are our, how is our access to health care and how can we better help with the cost of health care? I think that needs to be the question more than expanding Medicaid yeah. at this time. Um, I feel like we need to focus on our local stuff more than just expanding big government. Mm-hmm. Um, with um, When you have decisions, you have questions and issues that may come before you, I mean, there's you know, a couple of things you, didn't, you weren't uh, really focused on you know in today's conversation but when it comes down to well you're gonna have to vote on something and you may not be as um, um, confident in your knowledge of an issue who will you, who will you turn to how, how would you decide who would you reach out to whether it's a person or you know a profession who would you just reach out to to maybe seek some guidance or uh, you know help you when our local area I feel like I have a good relationship with uh, let's see our mayor in Tallapoosa I have a great relationship with the mayor in Bremen um, I have some GOP people in Paulding County and the Douglas County area and Harrelson County. So those people, I can get some kind of bounce ideas off of them. And then being a, if I was a freshman, I'd be considered a freshman mm-hmm. up there. Up there, And I feel like I would have definitely some people to go to there. I've already spoke to the two other females who are in the Senate up there. Um, they definitely want some more help yeah. female-wise up there. So I definitely, you know, as a realtor, my phone is full of people that you turn to when you have a question, and I definitely would be able to pull some of those out of my hat and be able to have my own network more just on the realtor side but more on the Senate side. So our mad skills as realtors are we, we're problem solvers and we network. People call us in the area not when they need real estate advice but when they want to know something going on in the community because we have to totally saturate ourselves in the community. Um, For example, I am a current chairwoman for Greater Harrelson Chamber of Commerce. I'm a commissioner for the Tallapoosa Housing Authority. 
I'm a local board director for West Metro Board of Realtors, and I'm a current past president for the Lions Club. So I believe in all those areas, I'll be able to gain some knowledge of what's important to us and what we feel would be the best for our area. Very good time right now. It's 8.52, wrapping up our conversation with uh, Renee Bell, one of four candidates running for that vacant District 30 uh, state Senate seat. Um, are you thick-skinned? I mean, if you look at even, you know, Dugan, uh, you know, eight years or maybe a decade he's been in office. I mean, there, there are some yahoos that are irrational and post stuff on his Facebook page all the right. time. I mean, and you're going to get that. Um, oh, I get it. I mean, how do you, um, how, can, can you handle that? Do you respond to those kind of things? I mean, the, you know, there, there's a rational and there's some rational comments and there's people who just have nothing to do with their lives that they just want to post stuff on Facebook. And, well, and pe- people post, people have already posted stuff on there and look who I'm married to. I mean, I've had to have thick skin my entire, long as my husband's been a superintendent, I've had to have thick skin. My kids have had to have thick skin. They've always had to work mm-hmm. harder because... Ooh, think about that, too, with the kids. We, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, my both my boys played sports, mm-hmm. and they were always told, oh, well, you're only playing that position because of who your daddy is. Or So they've always had to have... We are, As a family, we've always had a thick skin. Now, does it hurt? Oh, yeah, it hurts sometimes. You talk about my husband and my kids, it gets my tail riled up. Mm-hmm. But... I do have thick skin, and there's certain things I will not respond to. Some people just mouth it off. Let them mouth off. Um, I've been mouthed off, too, because I change my hair quite often. I've been mouthed off because sometimes I wear glasses and sometimes I don't. Um, I've been mouthed off because I'm a female. So some things, yes, I'm going to respond to because you can kind of be a good judge of if it's something they're really concerned about, then, yes, I will respond to it. But things like that. I just let it roll off. How about as far as just overall communications? You plan to hold uh, town hall meetings? Um, would you send out you know monthly emails? I mean, the the Senate office does you know, encourage the senators to put together little things, oh, yeah. you know, to send out weekly. Well, I'm like- used to doing things like that anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, we post videos about informational stuff with Journey Realty Group. We we do that. We also have a thing we used to do called What's Brewing, where we would bring people together that normally wouldn't have conversations to have conversations. And drink Yes, we drink coffee there. We well, do. Also brewery, yeah. We do, I, and I make sure the coffee's there and yeah. it's hot. <laughs> that is half the battle, and it's not decaf. <laughs> we, we, we got about three minutes, Renee. I'll give you the opportunity to, um, you know, assuming you're going door to door, you're knocking on people's door, and lots uh, of phone calls, lots of phone calls. Like that. What are you saying to them? What, 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 what's your process? How are you approaching them? What are you making sure that they know about you when well, they go? I'm making sure number one, they know I'm conservative Republican. I have. Um, I'm definitely pro-life. I'm definitely pro-God. I'm definitely pro-Second Amendment. Um, I believe in protecting our, I believe in having a voice. Um, I just want people to know that I'm not a politician. I am definitely a small business owner, and I definitely want to be able to have a voice for the people. I feel like I identify more with people here in our community because they see me all the time working. They see the roles that I play, and they see how hard we've been trying Gosh, I have had a voice for getting good internet in our area forever. So I've definitely got that good side of things. And I think they know that if I tell you something, I'm telling it because I believe in it. And if you believe in it and I feel your side of things, then they know I'm going to fight for it. Uh, pro-life, you did mention that. Do you, is there anything that the Georgia needs to do as far as their, their stance on pro-life, as far as the laws out there right now? Well, you know, um, Governor Kemp has the heartbeat law. I do believe in that. And I, I'm, I'm, I feel safe with our conservative mindship of our area of how we are right now. And like I said, I, am, I feel like life begins at conception. Um, I don't really have much to say on that mm-hmm. except I'm pro-life. And if, if, was it, is, it, is it the heartbeat? When is, is that? 
And is, are there? Do you see need for any exceptions? Um, rape, incest? Because those are in place right now. I, I know. I, I I feel like you need to have a choice in certain issues. Kind of like you've got bigger issues, and inside those bigger issues, there's little issues that come up. I feel like we need to look on case by case basis, and I feel like yes, rape, incest health of the mother things like that so got uh, one minute left get a website email how can people get in touch with yeah. you if they're if they're man they're battling they've got uh, these four candidates and if only what 1500 people total have voted in this race there's still uh-huh. about uh you know like 200,000 more people that, that can go yes. out and vote so uh, yeah what uh how can they get in touch with you um my website is bellforgeorgia.com and they can reach me at renee at bellforgeorgia.com um my phone number's everywhere. Uh, it's on every real estate sign. I have an office phone number. My cell phone is 770-855-3622. That number's out there like crazy. So if you want to text me, you're wel- welcome. I may not answer your phone call because usually I'm crazy busy, but I will answer your text. All right. Thank you. Good to meet you. Thank and, you. And uh, our final interview for uh, for this version of the uh, the initial version of the District 30 State, uh, state Senate race. Um, possibly we'll have you back on maybe in a couple weeks if uh, if you're part of that runoff if there is a runoff you never know but again thank you for coming out good thank to meet you. you and thank you for watching this morning's community voice program here on news talk 1330 fm 106.3 have a great weekend everybody